Welcome to this week's roundup on what's happening in fashion and technology powered by 360 Fashion Network. This is the 360 Fashion Network Daily Digest. Here are 10 headlines you need to know. My name is Anina Net, and I'm going to be bringing you the news roundup. Before we start, if you want to receive this news roundup regularly, then hit that like button and smash that follow as we will be bringing you this news every week to keep you in the know of the top stories we think are important. Alright, first up, citing the consultancy's 2017 report on the subject, the researcher explained that, increasingly, consumers have options for getting what they want without interruptions. This was not an uncommon view at the time. A book published that same year, bluntly titled The End of Advertising, made a similar argument. The ad apocalypse is upon us. The promotional copy summarized. Today millions are downloading ad-blocking software, and still more are paying subscription premiums to avoid ads. This $600 billion industry is now careening toward outright extinction after having taken for granted a captive audience for too long, leading to lazy, overabundant, and frankly annoying ads. To quote CEO Reed Hastings, no advertising coming onto Netflix. Period. Recently, of course, Netflix admitted that, well, advertising is coming to Netflix. Details are a bit hazy. But perhaps as soon as this year the company will introduce an ad-supported tier as a way to boost subscriber growth, particularly abroad. Partly, this is a function of Netflix's own distinct and evolving needs as a business, the company lost subscribers for the first time in a decade and partly about the reality of drastically increased competition in the streaming entertainment category, much of it ad-supported. Advertising makes all manner of entertainment and information and other services much cheaper, or even free, to many more consumers. And consumers like that, news source, Penguin Random House. A new vending machine that lets New Yorkers buy NFTs with a credit card has just set up shop at 29 John Street in the financial district, and it seems to be the very first of its kind in the city, open 24 hours a day. The machine, which comes courtesy of new NFT and digital collecting platform Neon, accepts American credit and debit cards. Once you slide your card in and make a selection, you'll receive a box with a unique code inside of it for your chosen NFT, which you'll then be able to redeem on Neon's platform. Giving people the choice to use vending machines and an easy online platform that decouples cryptocurrency from NFT participation means we can engage the widest possible audience. NFT buying and selling doesn't need to be a mystery. News source. Time out. The feminist metaverse, $FM, token suddenly plunged in value by 99.7% after an attacker stole 1838 BNB, $533,000. The hacker quickly transferred the stolen funds to the Tornado Cash Tumblr to help hide their tracks. The project advertised on its website its plans to create feminist economics in the form of a DAO to balance the male-dominated world. The project's white paper explains how the metaverse will apparently greatly reduce the impacts on women's normal work and inequality in wages brought by their physiological differences and pregnancy. As a consequence, It helps eliminating a number of unresolved problems in the real world like gender discrimination, inequality in wages, sexual harassments, sexual assaults, trafficking of women and child marriage. 
It's not clear what specifically that feminist metaverse project was hoping to achieve. News source. Web3 is going great. Tom Ford steps down as CFDA chairman. On Monday, Tom Ford announced he will be ending his time as chairman of the Council of Fashion Designers of America, after serving three years in the role. The organization's CEO Stephen Kolb will assume the responsibilities of interim chair through the end of the year, and the board will vote on a new chairperson in the fall to fill the position in January. As chairman of the CFDA, I have had the privilege to experience firsthand the remarkable determination and optimism that drives our industry, Ford said via a statement from the CFDA. I am honored to have been able to support the truly incredible talent in the American fashion industry for these past three years, and I look forward to continuing in my role on the CFDA board. News Source CFD Vitua 1XR has surpassed its Kickstarter goal of $20,000 and raised an astounding $2.5 million to develop its XR glasses. The glasses are lightweight and resemble daily wear sunglasses. Users can stream or play games in 1080p without connecting to an external device. With XR technologies, the glasses project a 120-inch display at 60fps while connected to 5G. Users can play games displayed with NVIDIA GTX 3080 graphics. Wearers compare the glasses with a neckband preloaded with streaming apps like GeForce. News Source Vitour YouTube Google has made its AI-powered job interview prep tool available to all internet users. The interview warm-up tool uses AI to analyze people's responses to interview questions and offer observations and suggestions. Users who visit the site are asked to choose a career and then answer five randomly selected questions. They can either type or use their voice. Google's AI technology then transcribes those answers in real time to show speech patterns. It also delivers insights via machine learning detected patterns, such as what job terminology was used and what words were said most often. Google noted that it doesn't grade your answer or tell you what part of your answer is right or wrong. News Source and Gadget The Whoop 4.0 and the Aura Ring Generation 3 couldn't be more different in terms of form factor, but are near identical in terms of their focus. Both devices claim to help wearers understand the relationship between sleep, activity, and recovery. They also act as health monitors to keep tabs on core heart and breathing vitals. Both Aura and Whoop pay close attention to your sleep, daily activity, exercise or simply going for a walk, and how rested and ready you are to do it all again the next day. Aura is worn on the finger. It uses optical-based green, red and infrared light sensors can generate a host of different biometric data. The key ones here are heart rate, blood oxygen, heart rate variability, to measure stress, respiratory rate and body temperature. Whoop similarly relies on optical sensors to track data and deliver insights too, but with no screen in place. You're relying on the companion Whoop app, iOS and Android, to keep track of progress and make sense of your data. News Source Wearable Microsoft reinvents the mouse for people with disabilities. A new wireless button design will let anyone make Microsoft's hardware their own. Gabby Michelle Director of Accessible Accessories at Microsoft, demonstrates how this tiny mouse has been designed to slide perfectly into its tail, 
a large ergonomic grip that your hand can grasp almost like a ball, switching from left to right-handed configurations with a simple squeeze. The project is a landmark in that it's the first assistive hardware that Microsoft has designed for the core PC user, but it's hardly Microsoft's first foray into building assistive devices. News Source Fast Company When The Simpsons' creative team decided to use American Sign Language in this Sunday's episode, there was one hitch. The show's animated characters have only four fingers. The story centers on Lisa Simpson who discovers that her favorite musician and mentor, the late saxophonist Bleeding Gums Murphy, had a son who was born deaf. She meets the young man, Monk, who wants to get a cochlear implant, but Lisa gets a little too over-exuberant in trying to help him. The Simpsons hired a deaf actor to play the role. It's about hard of hearing and hearing characters coming together. As more disability topics enter the mainstream media, the wearable tech behind hearing stands the chance to become a fashion item, being pimped up like headphones and cell phones have been in their evolution. News Source Variety Afghanistan is teaching young women despite a Taliban ban on female education. Small clandestine schools that teach Afghan girls and women emerged in the country after the Taliban government in March scrapped plans to allow girls' schools to reopen. Girls can receive primary education but the Taliban said it will only allow schools for older girls to reopen once the appropriate, Islamic environment, is established. When the Taliban were previously in power in the 1990s, they banned all girls from receiving an education due to security concerns. News Source BBC That's it for the top news you need to know. If you want more of these tips you can sign up to our newsletter at www.360fashion.net. Don't forget to turn on the notification so that you won't miss the latest news every week. Are you interested in the future of fashion? 360 Fashion Network is using AR, augmented reality to create virtual exhibitions. Our most recent exhibition was at the Dutch Design Week at the rooftops of the fashion tech firm. We showcased six robotic dresses in an interactive augmented reality virtual exhibition. Now you can download it to your location and see our robotic dresses. Just scan this QR code or go to the link ar.roboticdress.com and look for the view and AR button on the page. Using your mobile phone when you click on that button, your camera will open and fashion models will teleport to your location. Try it today and comment your thoughts on ar.roboticdress.com.